With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Forty seven was that Tundra what happened on forty seven? Was that Larry Alliance's forty eight? It was forty eight. Ah oh, fuck it. Yeah, Johnny Tapia was like forty six. Johnny Tapia got to forty six and I. Yeah. Um yeah, forty seven. Dunno. Well it's gonna be legendary given what we've got to talk about now, isn't it? Yeah, so we're we're coming off one of the greatest heavyweight title upsets of all time. T, is that fair? Um it's up there, it's up there, but I think in the case of Tyson B. Buster Douglas, Tyson beat everyone. Joshua's best win was a 40-year-old Klitschko, so got to put that into context. But in terms of betting odds, um, according to the, in the States, yeah, yeah similar it, level. Yeah, it is, it is. It's a, it's a sim- similar level. Um, how did you how did you uh, how did you view the fight this morning, T? How did how did you view it? I uh, well, no, I this morning I um, I didn't watch I didn't buy the fight. I usually buy everything, but I don't really like, you know, like most people, I thought it was a rubbish fight and just thought, nah, I can't be asked, can't be asked, uh, and so didn't buy it. Woke up this morning to a shitload of text messages from various people, but was so out of it that didn't even compute in my mind why I was getting loads of texts. First thing, watched the fight, viewed the fight uh, without any sort of spoilers, thankfully, um, and then. As as I was watching the fight, the Boxing Monthly emailing group was going ding, ding, ding on my phone. And I was just swiping them up, getting rid of them, getting rid of them. And then without seeing them, thankfully. And then round three happened and it all made, started to make sense why I was getting so many emails and so many text messages. Um, what about yourself, T? How did you kind of view it? Well, I woke up, you know, it's the normal morning. And I uh, thought, okay, let's watch the fight. So I go into Reddit and the first thread I clicked just said um, Joshua V. Ruiz. I click on it and it's round seven and AJ's getting a bit of a getting a bit of a pasting. So well, that's not meant to happen. So I close that down and I start watching. So I find the proper um, you know link for the fight. What's the fight in full? Round three happens. I think, well, I know it doesn't finish in this round. It's kind of ruined it a little bit. But, um, oh, it was, it was just amazing. And then um, I think before... I think we should talk about this before the fight because we do our predictions. Yeah. And everyone, someone said before the start, before the fight <laughs> starts. Yeah, yeah. Um, people like saying round two, round three. I had round three. Um, and I said round seven. Yeah. Because I had it in my head that he doesn't do well against smaller fighters. This guy's got quick hands and he's going to have his hands full. But I didn't expect him to lose like that. Yeah. Um, it's just, um, it's, it's earth shattering for the heavyweight division. But there's a lot of egg and a lot of faces. Um given Wilder's decision to fight Ortiz and not wait for this fight to finish. Um, and then 
while it goes on to say before the fight that he's got a rematch signed of Tyson Fury. So people are, I said on Twitter that it wasn't a duck. I mean, I think maybe one person got at me for saying that, but now, now in hindsight, it's like, you know, I'm a bit smug about that one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's now, they look, the pair of them now look great because thinking about it now, they're probably number one, two in the division now, aren't they? Yeah. You know, um, yeah, when they have their rematch, it would be for the lineal title. It'd be for the undisputed number one in the division, if you like. Yeah, yeah. those two are looking smug now. Joshua's the fourth best in the division now. You have to put Ruiz above him now yeah. uh, because he's beat him and he stopped him. Um, and so, yeah, he's looking at like fourth best in the division at the minute. It's It was a it was a crazy night. It really was a, a crazy night of boxing. Though. Um, Anthony, Anthony Joshua was a 20 to 1 favourite. Uh, not quite... Tyson Douglas levels but yeah. you know and you know in today's betting market where a lot of the time we get 500 to 1 favourites it's not yeah, massive yeah. but it's still pretty big you know John Ruiz was 12 to 1 I mean Andy uh, Andy John Ruiz Andy Ruiz yeah was uh, I was thinking about John Ruiz earlier because <laughs> there's all this talk about being the first Mexican heavyweight champion but John Ruiz has had a heavyweight title as well and I don't know but maybe I've got that wrong I'm not sure if he's Mexican yeah perhaps that's what it is um, so yeah yeah it was um, yeah it was Amazing, amazing, amazing stuff last night. Um, was Anthony Joshua poor or was Andy Ruiz great? I think it's a mix of the two. I always thought it was going to be a very bad stylistic matchup for for AJ. Uh, I mean, it's easy. I mean, what we've seen a lot of the time, a lot of people will say things like, um, you know, he lost to you know this fat bloke. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna bother doing, um, you know anything in the gym, I'll just be a fat bloke and fight. But And I think even Steve A. Smith said something about how he's like Butterbean and he yeah. lost to him. Another journo said AJ loses to an average fight. Andy Ruiz is not average by any stretch of the imagination. Um, he may look the way he looks, but his stamina was good. Um, even in the seventh round, he looks brightly. Um, he was working AJ to the body as well, and that started to pay up in the second half of the fight. But... Um, yeah, it was just, again, I'm just kind of lost for words. Yeah. It was, yeah, I have to agree with you. I think, I think, um, I think Andy Ruiz was fantastic. I thought, um, where, where Ruiz had a tight guard, Anthony Joshua had a low left hand, uh, where, uh, Anthony Joshua panicked when he got knocked down, Andy Ruiz was calm when he got knocked down, um, where Andy Ruiz boxed to instructions and did as he was told by his corner, Anthony Joshua did not. Uh, he was told by Robert McCracken to go one two with a straight right hand and keep his guard up. He did neither of those. Um, it's a little bit of both, I guess. I suppose the way I'm wording it makes me feel like it is a little bit of both. Um, yeah. But I have to give all the credit in the world to Andy Ruiz. I think. Yeah, I mean, AJ didn't make any excuses after after the fight. No, as he well. didn't. Um, no. I mean, it's easy to say that AJ is not his best, but since since beating Klitschko, he's for um, he's for Parker, Takam, and Adekin. And Povetkin. Yeah. And these are guys he should be beating. They're good fighters. Um, I mean, I thought to myself last night, actually, would Ruiz beat Povetkin? And I wasn't 100% sure. I mean, obviously, now you've got to say he does. But, yeah. um, I mean, it was a bit of motivation. He was talking a lot about Wilder before the fight. He wasn't talking about his direct opponent. Yeah. Maybe overlooked it. But it wasn't a one-punch knockout. It wasn't a McCall. It wasn't a Rackman. It was a seven-round pasting. Yeah. And... I think one of the cards had him ahead, had AJ ahead. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, the, that's crazy. Yeah, it's just like ridiculous. I mean, it's like, you know, there's always talk about matching bar enough judges, but if that fight goes another five rounds, unless AJ's knocking him down, yeah. I think he loses that five in the distance. Yeah, yeah. It was, I, yeah, I can't see in any way how Anthony Joshua was ahead in that fight. From round three onwards, it was... It there was, was one thing that confused me. Yeah. Round three was 10-8. Yeah, it's a t- I was thinking about this this morning, you know. Um, I suppose because he scored two knockdowns and Joshua scored one knockdown. Yeah. So that that does... I was thinking in my head, that's a 10-8 round. That does make sense. Yeah. That does make sense. Usually if there's a knockdown each, somebody will win a 10-9 round. Well, only uh, a 10-7 if you knock down the other bloke twice. Yeah, but because he got the knockdown back, I guess that's how it balances out to a 10-8. Uh, okay. that's, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, in my mind, 10-8 sounds right. I thought it might be something like 8-6 or 9-6. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of, like yeah because if you look at like the official rules, because there's a, somebody on... Uh, I've had this conversation on Twitter a few times, and people are like, but why if, the other, if one guy gets knocked down, does it automatically be a 10-8 round? And I think if, if you look at like box rec and like the official kind of rules, you, there is a a point deduction for a knockdown. Yeah. So you're right, you think it should be like 8-6 yeah, or 6-4 yeah. or just something mental. But 
I can see why 10-8 is the right kind of score because one guy got two knockdowns, the other one got one. So yeah. that does that does make that does make sense to me. Um so it looks like there's gonna be a rematch next. Do you think that Andy Josh is gonna take a rematch next? You said he will. Um I think he has to. I'm not confident he wins a rematch no. because I just think stylistically the guy's a nightmare. Um the fight's gonna be here in the UK. Yeah. So that'll help a bit with, with the atmosphere and that. But um yeah, I think he has to take the rematch. He's got, there's no other way. But then unless he does unless he puts away Ruiz in two or three rounds then his credibility's dead. Um, he'll fight. He'll, he'll fight um, Wilder eventually, but it won't. It won't have the same. I mean, if as I said, if it's a one punch knockout, yeah. then he can kind of say, "Well, lucky I got punch." A shot, yeah. You know, I'll pay attention next time. But because of the way he got beat, I think. Well, how do you remedy that? Do you box to do you just jab him for twelve rounds? Yeah. Because if he beats him on points, I don't know, maybe um, eight four, whatever the fuck. Yeah. Um, that doesn't sell a fight with Wilder. No. Mind. And also, I mean, probably you've got this in order already. You've got Usyk. He yeah. must be thinking, you know, I'm better than Ruiz. I could, I can have some success. Yeah, yeah. And it's such a shame, you know, uh, Usyk was supposed to box last weekend against Takam and it didn't yeah. happen. He's going to be a force to reckon with in the heavyweight division. Um, yeah, it's, 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 you're right. It's not just a loss. It's not a, a Lewis Rackman. It's not even a Tyson Douglas. We've been talking yeah. about that. It's, he, he was pace. He took a right pace in. Yeah. He panicked. He panicked badly. He gassed and was dropped four times. Yeah, yeah, you know, four times by a guy who was a, a decent puncher, but yeah. not not someone you kind of view who we kind of viewed before this fight as being a concussive puncher. Um, so yeah, it's it's going to be a damaging defeat for him. Um, so you know, it was such a massive result last night. We've kind of put together this kind of impromptu podcast. Yeah. And we're going to do something a little bit different for everybody at home. Uh, we're going to do a couple of phone-ins. Uh, our usual host Alex from Bristol isn't here. I think he's tweaked his back. Did is that what he said? To yeah, you? something like that. He's done his back. Uh, so we're going to get him on the line, uh, and then we're going to try and get somebody else on the line as well. So we'll quick, quickly pause here, and we're going to get Alex on the phone. Okay, we're back. Uh, episode 47 uh, of Below the Belt. We're now joined by our part-time host, when he can be bothered, um, Alex from Bristol. What are you doing, mate? All right, mate. Busy. Busy, mate. Yeah? Watching, uh, watching Harry Potter. Yeah? Uh, yeah, it's, it's a good one. It's a classic. What one? What what, what film? First one? Uh, number five. Number five, Order of the Phoenix. Order of the Phoenix. Uh, where he really starts to become a man. Ah, okay. okay. Starts to get pubes. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, we were just talking about um, Joshua Ruiz. Um, I want to ask you a question: uh, Did yes. we um, did we underrate Andy Ruiz, or did we, or are we do did we sorry overrate Anthony Joshua? Uh, maybe a bit of both. I don't think there's anyone that can say that they didn't underestimate uh, Andrew Ruiz to some extent, because you know as much as people perhaps within boxing knew that it was probably just going to be just as tough as, as Miller or not as tough as Miller as, as I did it for. Um, you know, there's no taking away from the fact that Andrew Ruiz performed fantastically. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then we also saw that Joshua did not. So when Joshua took that knock in the third round to the top of his head and just mm-hmm. never really recovered... At the end of the sixth round, he asks Rob McCracken, "Why am I feeling like this?" Yeah, that that and passed me by. I didn't hear that. Ask it between yeah, and that is, and that's, and that's that's something that do you know what I thought he had a chin. You know, after the Klitschko, I remember us recording after Klitschko, we were just like, well, "He's got it. He's got the chin. He's definitely got it." But I don't know. And I asked a lot of questions about, "Look, was something wrong tonight? You just didn't seem yourself." And you know, and particularly in that fifth round, he was just like walking, mm. just kind of walking around and no bounce to him, pouring with the jab, just really looked out of sorts. Um, and, and even when the ref stopped it, it was, you know, he looked like he just didn't want it, really. You know, yeah, he, looked, no... he, looked, he looked to the corner before and, and um, I think Crawford and Wilder alluded that he quit. Yeah, I, and it is something that passed my mic. Yeah, I must admit. Um, 
but no, I think, like I said, I think we underestimate Andy Ruiz, all of us, and yeah. a huge credit to him. He's, he, you know, and these, these stories are why we love boxing. It's why it's no, it's like it's, it's why it's like no other sport in the world. Um, but also, yeah, you know, Andy Joshua is vulnerable, and we know that we know he's vulnerable. We've seen bits in the Takam fight, um, you know, obviously Dylan White, uh, and and obviously Klitschko. Um, to know that you know he's not he's not infallible. Is he is he chinny? Is he chinny? The way he has those wobbles, you know, when he he has those wobbles, doesn't he? Where it's where his kind of whole kind of body goes. Yeah. Uh, it's almost a bit of value with that first one. Yeah. You know, his whole his whole kind of body uh, shook a little bit, and and we've seen that, you know, and that's what tends to happen to him. That's what the new did to him. You know, Klitschko was a bit different because it was kind of. It was on the button and, and and took him down that way, but yeah, it's, oh no, he's not he's not chinny. But I think I mean you look at I mean I don't think Fury could have done what Ruiz did to him in terms of power like that catching him like that. I don't think yeah, but Wilder obviously would. But then that Wilder fight would suit Joshua because he's they'd be out both swinging and you know, it'd be whoever gets it first. I think um, so. Yeah, I think I think Joshua is is is. Vulnerable, and that actually makes me like him a little bit more. The, I think the issue with Wilder, though, people think that AJ might get to him first, but Wilder is so awkward. How do you prepare for a fight like that? Someone like AJ is very much straight lines. He does a few yeah. fakes here and there, but someone like Wilder has got a ridiculous reach. He's probably the most lethal puncher, like one-punch knockout specialist in boxing, Probably yeah. since the seventies, goes far as that. People yeah. like Shavers, yeah, people like that because you know you got Tyson. Shout, yeah. Tyson threw loads of shots. He never, never that one punch. You're gone. Yeah, just yeah, the speed yeah. and you know same yeah. as the Klitschko's. You know they they can hit hard, but Wilder is just a different beast. What did What did you guys think of Joshua after the fight? I mean, he was very was gracious like, and yeah, he and was things, yeah, just overly, just very very kind of like. Well, this is not a big deal. You know, yeah. we'll still go after those fights. And, you know, yeah. uh, I mean, he didn't seem that interested in the rematch. Eddie, yeah, Eddie Hearn said that he that made a comment about that it's almost like Joshua's relieved that he lost because he felt so much pressure being so, undefeated. Yeah. And, yeah, he they kept asking him about, about a rematch. And he was like, well, you know, it's up to Eddie. And it's like, don't you want your belts back? You think, like, you think he'd want his titles back. Like, but it's he seemed to even now be more interested in Wilder and Fury. Like, even now, even though he's lost and this guy's got his titles and has stopped him, he didn't... You're right, he didn't seem interested, but he was super gracious and he was a proper gentleman and he gave Ruiz all the credit in the world. He, he was pretty yeah. concussed, though. He had a scan. He had, had a scan, so he's, he's quite concussed. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I think they, they've... they've called for the rematch but the Wilder v Fury fight last December just changed the whole paradigm of the entire division yeah. and last night's defeat it's not really been a good few months for AJ to right. be honest what did you guys think about like before the fight in like in the corner Josh was just kind of standing there leaning against the corner like I was worried from before the first bell I thought that was really weird did you guys think that I don't know it crossed, it crossed my watching it and I remember thinking Obviously, I watched it this morning. Like, I'll tell you what, guys, the, my reaction this morning was... I don't know why, because I don't hate Joshua, but it was just mental. I was like... The, my voice went about the highest pitch it's ever gone. going, holy shit! Jumping <laughs> on my bed, uh, on my knees. Yeah. In the room I was in last night. I yeah. just couldn't believe it. I, couldn't, I could not believe what I was watching. Yeah. Uh, because, just because of... Just, uh, just quickly before we get onto that corner stuff, yeah, but just about Ruiz again. So he goes down first. I think, right, well, that's it. That's five points in my bag. Yep, same. Yep, so I'm thinking. Yep, much, right? yep. And I was like, he goes down like that, but his eyes were clear. Yep. Gets back up. Yep. And then he was just countering Joshua with that overhand right as Joshua was loading up on those left on those hooks. And and then when he made him wobble, I thought, I, I was like, oh Jesus, okay, all right, but. There's a long time left in this round, and Joshua would go again. But he was just—it was almost like Joshua was. Joshua felt like, well, just was like, where the fuck did that come from? Like, yeah. Literally, it didn't even cross his mind that that might have even happened. Yeah. And then was like, well, I don't know what to do. And Rob McCracken was giving him some excellent advice to call. We talked about corners last week, yeah. In terms of, yeah. Um, 
in terms of what people say and what people do, and you know, do they actually give advice or is it just encouragement? Is it calming them down? You know, Rob McCracken is very precise in what he wanted him to do. He wanted him to box. He wanted him to do some straight one twos and keep him at the end of the jab. Yep. And and box and move and break him down. Right. And Joshua couldn't do it. No. He could not do it. Was he? And, he and couldn't or he wouldn't. Asking, couldn't and, or well, wouldn't. Maybe, I don't know, but I think couldn't. Yeah. I think couldn't last night. Yeah. And I think. And he was obsessed with asking Robert Cracken almost every round. Because I watched on a, on a different stream, and so there was no adverts, and you just heard Robert Cracken in the corner every time for every round. And he was obsessed with asking Robert Cracken about which shot had got him that round. Yeah, and he yeah. kept telling him the same answer. The left hook is your bit as you're winding up. Every time. Yeah. Um, and Sorry, over half right when you're looking at And he, But he just... I don't know, he just seemed so obsessed about knowing what it was. It was almost like an ego thing. Yeah. Or what was it? Did he catch me on a hook? Or, you know, and we just didn't see any of those uppercuts I expected to see, but it's, it's bizarre. But you're right, yeah, in the corner, I mean, he came out late, didn't they saying it was an issue with his groin guard. Um, but, yeah, he came out, like, late, and then just seemed... I don't know whether it was an arrogance thing. At the time, I remember thinking, oh, he's just super confident, and... You know, he's playing a bit of an act, a bit of a cool guy, perhaps. You know, yeah. People haven't maybe seen it before. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't anything that worried me, if I'm being honest, at the start. But yeah, it was definitely, yeah, it was, it was, it's definitely odd. Definitely odd. I wouldn't be surprised if there was something up last night. But, you know, he's been good enough not to really use it at all, has it? Well, what do you think happened in the rematch? <sighs> and, and it's likely to be in the UK. In, yeah, in about November. Say, I mean, they yeah. talked about it afterwards, and they said, and I remember someone interviewing Eddie and said, you know, a rematch leaves up, but I'll be back in the UK. And they were like, why? And he was like, well, because Joshua gave him the shot here. Uh, and, you know, so they're obviously keen to get it back. Yeah. Um, Derek has always seemed to be convinced that if this was on UK soil, that doesn't happen. Um, what, the stoppage? Uh, yeah. He, 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 said, he, said, he said Joshua would have destroyed him if this was on UK soil. <laughs> That's weird, I mean, isn't it? I don't really know what that means, but yeah. I, I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's massive now. I mean, really, they've had a, they, they might even have had a touch with it. Because I tell you what, if they hadn't been able to get any Wilder or Fury in October, and it would have been another Pulev, and they would have tried to do it at Wembley and stuff. I mean, this will sell out now. This will yeah. sell out, no problem. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think, and the rematch, I, I mean, I don't, I'm not 100% sure whether the rematch will happen. Because I don't, I think Joshua will look at that, and I think Rob McCracken might look at that and go, "Well, I know what we need him to do to, to beat Andrew Ruiz. I'm not sure he can do it." Yeah. And, and, and the risk is, if he loses again, he's done. That really he? isn't. That's bad. Yeah. I mean, what do you do? I mean, because because he can knock someone out just like that. You know, perhaps someone who's more suited to him stylistically. Mm. Then Wilder and Fury would be like, "Well, there is really no need for me to do this now." Yeah. Mat- know, matrim folds. It, Matrim will fold. Yeah. <laughs> the back of fucking leisure centres yeah, I mean, again. Uh, it's, it's, it's fascinating. It's fascinating stuff. But, you know, this isn't. You know, we've not seen anything like it since since you know Buster Douglas. But I mean, this was. I mean, Carl Frampton last night said that last night was the best night of boxing he's ever seen. Yeah, we were just talking about that. Not just before the, we started recording. Yeah, it was. It was a good, pretty good card. What? Have you, how much of the undercard have you seen? I've seen it all. I've seen it all. So Callum's, Callum's death, I thought, was utterly fantastic. I mean, look, we know what the limitations are within Dan, but I thought, I thought Callum Smith was almost punch perfect. Yep. Um, I thought, I thought Katie, um, I need to do it again then, Katie Hopkins. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Katie Taylor. Um, I thought Katie Taylor lost. Uh, yeah, I did too. And she's had, a, she's had an absolute touch there. She's had the right gift, um, isn't she? Yeah, and then Tommy Coyle was brave. You know everything that you expect from Tommy Coyle. I mean, what and what great that was a really enjoyable fight as well. I mean, I must admit there was, it was a good card, and I think you know now if you paid for that and watched that night of boxing now, I think as you can only do with pay per view now, I think is look at it after event and go, ah, fair enough, because that was, that was that was probably worth it. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was it was it was decent. I was I was impressed with the undercard. I mean, I'll let you guys talk about it more. Okay. But. Um, yeah, it was. It's fascinating times now, and and look, it's it's good when flies get into the mix like this because you never then know what happens. And there's certain fights and there's certain movements on certain things that happen if, that perhaps wouldn't have happened before. Yeah, and it's exciting. You never know. Andy Ruiz might go down as the best heavyweight yeah. of all time. You never know. You never know. This could be the making Big of something. Big up all us fatties. 
Yeah. He's living, living all our best lives. Yes, he is. This morning. Everyone's going out. Krispy Kreme stock has spiked big time. <laughs> he, I tell you what, Paulie Malignaggi said it perfectly. He's had us all for suckers all week. Yeah. Like, wanted to have selfies with AJ, you know, feeling the bells, Snickers on the on the scales. He's had us, he's had us all. Yeah. Absolute fucking mugs. Yeah. A fair play to him. Absolutely. All right, we'll let you go, mate. Thank you so much all for calling right, in. Cheers, boys. See you later. Take care. Bye, bye, mate. It's a good point that um, it's a good point that um, Al makes about uh, how Andy Ruiz was. I they were talking about it in commentary, and yeah. it made me think of Bernard Hopkins when he fought Oscar De La Hoya. Yeah. And all in the build-up, they were just, he was being super nice, Hopkins, super nice, shaking his hand, no trash talk, no nothing. And then he just stuck it on De La Hoya. It, well, I thought of that during the fight. It was, yeah. you know, I've always called Bernard Hopkins the greatest mental fighter of all time because yeah. he just kills you mentally. He just absolutely destroys you mentally. Um, yeah, and it looked like Andy Ruiz kind of did that job on Joshua. Probably. I mean... Do you think that was planned? Well, he, just, he, he does seem like a genuinely nice guy. Um, I reckon there's a bit of that in there. I mean, he came in late. I mean, I don't think he had a full camp. He came in about five a month ago. Weeks, yeah, yeah, five and a half weeks ago. So he's not had a full eight, ten week camp. In a rematch, he's got that camp. So you've got to think about that too. Um, mm. Came in, he's got nothing to lose. Nothing to lose. So that's probably why I was relaxed. It's like, well, look, people expected me to get smashed. I know what I can do. Yeah. Um, I didn't I didn't expect Ruiz to knock Anthony Joshua up. But I was telling people that this guy can fight. Yeah. You know, as I, mean, as I said earlier on, people got the memes about him being a fat guy. But the guy can fight. And... You know, I guess Joseph Park has probably got some bragging rights that he beat Ruiz, but I don't think anyone else believed he won that. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, we were talking earlier about um, all the belts. Al just said there that, you know, he thinks perhaps Anthony Joshua doesn't want the rematch. And while he was talking, I thought to myself, is there a chance that um, Anthony Joshua lets the one, of the one or two of the sanctioning bodies strip Ruiz yeah. and then he go and picks up a belt here and there by not fighting Ruiz. Do you think there's any danger of that? I don't know where it does for his credibility. Yeah. Um, if, he doesn't, if he doesn't write this wrong, then how does it look? I mean, if he does go for another belt and it's a Dillian White rematch, mm-hmm. then that'll probably, you know, keep the walls away from the door. Mm-hmm. Um I don't really rate Pulev, but he's, I think he's a mandatory, isn't he? He's IBF um, mandatory, yeah. So, I think the only way, if 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 AJ fights Dillian White next, that's the only way he can you get, know, away get any credibility, because obviously he's not going to fight Wilder or Fury. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, yeah, I think you're probably right. I think, um, do, you th- do you think the rematch happens next? I think it does. Yeah. I'm, I'm 90% sure it does. There is a small chance it doesn't, but... yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, there is a rematch clause, but if he chooses not, not to exercise it, all four titles will be under the PBC banner, yeah. under Al Heyman. And you could see, you know, maybe Wilder going, you step aside, Louis Ortiz, I'm going to fight Andy Ruiz now. You know, <laughs> possibly, possibly, because yeah. that's for all, all the belts then. If, for whatever crazy reason, well, Anthony Joshua doesn't want the rematch, you could see, you know, possibly that, possibly perhaps that... Uh, you know, that could happen, but I, I don't think so. I mean, Jerome Miller, for fuck's sake. Oh, my God, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. Okay, so what we're going to do now is, we've had Al on the phone. Uh, he was our third host. We're going to get our second host on the phone now, which <laughs> is Flav. Uh, so we'll have another short break, and then we're going to get Flav on the phone. All right, we're back. We're back again. Um and we've got Flav on the phone, our second host. We was just going through the list of all the hosts we've had on Below the Belt. It was Mark Butcher first, <laughs> then it was you, then it was Al, then it was T, and then it was me. So, hi, well, hi Flav. There was, how... one, there was one host, one host. Right. And then some pretenders. <laughs> bunch of cans, bunch of cans. Yeah, we're good, man. We're just kind of, uh, we've just spoken to Al, and Al's kind of, he said some interesting things. Um... What you know? What's, what's he? What's he uh, what was he saying? So probably the the headline thing that he said was that he thinks that Joshua will perhaps avoid a rematch. No chance. You think a rematch definitely happens? Why? I, the only way 
way he avoids the rematch is he's, if he's if he's his heart's not in boxing anymore. Yes. And he wants a, he, he wants a massive payday. Yeah. Um. Uh, and and gets gets a you know a lesser package by fighting Wilder. Yep. Or even Fury. But but, but on, on you know on the kind of last night he gets washed in both of these. Yeah. So um yeah I, I, but I think if he's genuinely interested in in longing out his career and, and getting the most out of it and potentially setting up a a legitimate fight with Wilder and or Fury, then he has to he has to take on Ruiz again for sure. Yeah, he does. He needs to get all his belts back. That's his bargaining power, isn't it? I guess. What did you think about the fight overall, Flav? It's great. It's really, I mean, that's, that's what you watch boxing for, isn't it? Like, I mean, I, I get we all love the technical aspects of things like Mayweather and uh, you know the the the, the, the Turner Whitaker and. You know, these fighters that are, are magicians in the ring, but what we really love, everybody loves about boxing is a scrap. And yeah. I think, you know, there's a part of everybody who watches, um, watches this sport and likes seeing people get knocked down and to see it happen in one round is always exciting. You know, it reminded me of um, Castillo and Corrales. Yeah. Um, it, it was that, that level. Um, and I just, yeah, I really loved it and you love a shock. And I've got, I've got to say, like, I'm not, I'm not a massive Anthony Joshua fan, but I want him to win his fights. Mm-hmm. Uh, if nothing more than it sets up more interesting conversations. Like, being honest, I'm not going to watch Andy Ruiz fight Wilder or Fury. I'm not interested in that. I won't, you know, I, I won't stay up to watch that. I might catch it the next day. Mm-hmm. But I definitely would, would watch Joshua fight either one of those two. And for that, I wanted Joshua to win. Um, but you know, something weren't, something wasn't right. That that, that wasn't the anti Joshua to be close close for sure. I, I, I don't know what went on. You think there was something wrong with him? Well, he did. He didn't look right. He did not look right from the start. The fifteen minute delay. I don't care what they said about what was it they said about the um, changing the green guard. Yeah, utter bollocks. Sounded like the, you know you know what that was. You know the the um, the interview afterwards. Yep. Uh, they said, oh, why was there a delay? Hearn did not give him a second to answer. He was like, oh, we're changing the going strap. Right, and right. Like, oh, hang on, surely, surely Joshua knows that he hit that. Yep. And then Joshua's like, pause for a moment. And he, oh, yeah, yeah. It was, the, it was the, I don't know whether it was they couldn't get the right medicines in him. Fuck's sake. Fuck's sake. Yep, go on, yep, carry on. Fuck's sake. Or, or um, you know, the, if... Um, Fuck. Whatever it was, he didn't look. He, he didn't look right. He made some very weird comments. He was talking to McCracken constantly between the yep. rounds. That's odd. Yeah. Often, often you see, um, often you see uh, fighters just sit and listen. There's no need for them to converse with the the the, the, the their trainer unless something is really wrong and in that instance he was asked a weird questions the, the, what round is it is fine that you hear that every now and then yep. you need to know strategy and that but he said, but he said why am I feeling like this which is which, well it's frightening if he's saying shit like that because yeah. you know if he, it so it might be actually wrong with him you know his brain and yeah, 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 afterwards yeah. And his but, but you know that, that was concerning and he was asking him like, oh, what shots are you going to throw how do I hit him what did I hit him with last night it was like it was like I was listening to. I was like, "Well, that's um, first. He's, he's completely uncomfortable. It doesn't seem to have a game plan, mm-hmm. or he was just the overlooked Ruiz, or he was sick in somewhat." But they, they came out and, you know, to his credit, if, if, if there was something, he didn't use it as an excuse. To yeah. be fair, but um, you know, he's as as good as Anthony Joshua is. Um, you know, on, on his best day, you wouldn't think. Sorry, as good as, good as Ruiz is, on his best day, he shouldn't really be beaten. Joshua, if it, you know the, the Josh's career so far has told us anything, I was I was really impressed with it. By the way, yeah, Andy Ruiz was excellent. Do you think in a few weeks perhaps that um, something will come out that Joshua had a virus or something? Do you think perhaps that that's possible? Um. Well, I mean, what do you mean? So that it doesn't come across? Yeah, like, like if you do it straight away, it looks like sour grapes. It looks yeah. like an excuse, and then you give it three, four weeks, and you go, "Well, I, you know, he had a little bit of a virus, you know, or such and such, you know, perhaps one of them." Yeah, I just thought like his mannerisms going into the ring. It kind of reminded me a little bit, not as bad, but a little bit of you know, like Danny Williams when he fought. Oh, you won't forgive me. It might be Skelton. Yep. In a rematch against Skelton. Yep. And. Um, he was just sitting, he was fat, and he was just sitting in the corner of the ring, and he's like, he's clearly his head burning it. Joshua just seemed like a little bit distant, mm-hmm. and like, like, 
massively lethargic. And, like, and he's, you know, he done, he's done excellent for, to, 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 to knock him down. It's a great combination to knock Ruiz down. And you saw how defensively Ruiz was at times. Yeah. That, that was, that's a difficult thing to put that combination together and then land left hook and knock, knock someone down who hasn't never been put down before. And so if, if you know, if he's... You know, he still had enough in him to, to put that together and not Ruiz down, but, you know... Well, can I just ask you guys a question? Like, what do you think about... Um, you know, so people are kind of comparing this as, like, Buster Douglas Tyson, you know, Braddock and Bear, that kind of level of upset... Yeah, we've we've brief we've briefly kind of covered that, and T made a good point. You know, when when Tyson Douglas happened, Tyson was destroying everybody, um, and Douglas was kind of kind of unknown. So that was probably a bigger shock. Whereas Anthony Joshua has been dropped by Vladikichko, he's been hurt by Povetkin, he's been hurt by White. Um, there's there's been little chinks in the armor. Whereas Tyson just looked unbeatable. Yeah, impregnable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. That's a great point. I, I also think it's a bit harsh on Andy Ruiz. I yeah, think, I think he's clearly underrated because of what he looks like. I think you know, he's like we. I called him a blob in the when it when it was made in the um, WhatsApp group. Which I, <laughs> yeah, you know, I take that back now. I shouldn't have called him that because blob or not, he's he's a really good fighter. And you know, well, look, he's not. He ain't gonna reign the, the over the heavyweight division for very long. Mm. I don't think. I mean, he gets beat by you know, Fury schools him obviously, and and uh, and Wilder's power will finish him because his feet aren't fast enough. But but um, but he's. I think this is a shock for most people because it it was they underrated him. Yeah. And actually, if they knew as good as good as he was, as good as if they knew how good he, he, he actually was, and he proved it. Now you can only do it when you get in the opposition good enough to, to prove yourself. Do you know what I mean? He's got a decent record. Josh is his biggest test, and he's done him. So, I mean, he, also, he, he came in late. He didn't have a full training camp as well. Um, AJ struggles with smaller fighters with quicker hands anyway. So, um, yeah. I don't. I'm not. I, I wouldn't put my house on AJ even in a rematch, even if he's at a hundred percent, because it's just um, psychologically he's knocked you down four times already. Mm. Also, he knows that he can get inside and get to him. So, that's got to be kind yeah. of considered. As well, yeah, definitely, definitely, and he's, he's not actually he, he's, he's cast of his hands was evident. There's there this one moment, like people, like, like where, you know, a lot of people have been slating. I think you mentioned it a couple of years about it's like, like the underrating Ruiz, yeah. um, and you know, saying he's like basically a, a fat bum, yeah, who you know, Joshua shouldn't even really been in the ring with, kind of thing. Mm. But he was doing lovely little things like parry, like, like just parrying uh, Joshua's jab enough to throw him off, off kilter. And then just throwing those hooks in. It's not that really hard, difficult thing to do against elite level opponents. And yeah. um, I just loved it, man. I loved the story. And, you know, as much as, like I said, I'm not a massive Joshua fanboy or anything like that, I want to see him win. But it was great. It was like, you know, it's like fat geezer from Mexico just beat up the biggest, uh, the biggest uh, name in boxing, someone yeah, say. Absolutely. Yeah, um, it's good. Before we let you go, uh, we, yeah. if there's a rematch, uh, who wins the rematch? And how? Um, mate, <laughs> I don't know, but I think um, I think Joshua in England does him. Yeah. But it's only if it's the Joshua that came out against Klitschko. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's, a, it's it's a weird one. Yeah. I was having a little look on um, I was having a little look on Twitter. Yep. Today. <laughs> it's mad, isn't it? These people are probably talking about, but they're mad. They're mental. They really <laughs> are. Mate, it's like they, they, these people are going to war with each other over boxes that don't even know they exist. Yeah, yeah, it's Weird. amazing. And really, like it's really vitriolic. Like anyone who loses, like Pat, I think, uh, um, was it a a blown up Ford? It was uh, Joshua. Yes, I saw that Ford. <laughs> a what? Ford. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's. I get if you don't like him. I get if you don't like the hype train. I get if you don't like Eddie Hearn, his association with him, a match room, and what they've done. Sport. Those are like legitimate arguments you can have all day, and fair enough. But it's kind of fraud, man. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> he, 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 you know, I don't know. You know, another you know, one more thing on Joshua Borgo, right? Yeah. He's I listened to his interviews um, before the fight. Yeah. And he was, and, and actually since Klitschko. Yeah. And his tone isn't the right one. Mm-hmm. Like he's talking about longevity of his career. He's talking about not having, not wanting to get into wars like he did with Klitschko. Yeah. And he, he said, look, if I'm, if I'm having to go life and death with Klitschko, 
then you know I'm, I'm, I'm perhaps not in the right sport. Mm. And it's all sort of steeped with a, a tinge of negativity right. and caution, right? Uh, rather than, it, and that might be how you feel inside. Yeah. But in talking about boxing as a businessman, yeah, does, firstly doesn't help you sell your 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 name and your character. Yeah. But also, it's the wrong idea getting into the ring. I yeah. Think. I mean, no. I, I would never know. I've never got in the ring, but yeah. I just, I'm, like the stuff he's saying is, is a bit odd. Like, yeah. I don't know. It like, shows. Yeah. I, 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 do you know what I actually think a little bit? Yep. I think that Klitschko, it took, that fight took something from him. Yeah. And it's, he yeah. hasn't been the same spiteful person since. He's so much more cautious. Yep. You know, we saw against Takam and, um, Parker. and Joseph Parker. Yep. Parker especially. Yep. Um, you know, what a, a kind of conservative performance. A very boring fight, got to be honest. Yeah. You know, he's been sold on this you know, pumped up power version. And then you're seeing like a conservative um, conservative display against the guy who isn't the p- biggest puncher in the world. Yeah. And Ruiz actually got robbed out there, I think, uh, against Parker. I, I rewatched that fight the other day, and he should have won that fight. So, yeah. you know, out of the two, you know, Ruiz, Ruiz, he's, it's just he's a big fat blob to the people, and, and myself included, that, he, that, that he, he perhaps doesn't get the credit he deserves. But he's gonna he's gonna be in the monster world level for a long time, I think. Yeah, yeah his world Not level. On, he fought yeah, at the Olympics, you know. That's the world champion we deserve. <laughs> yeah. No, you you made some great points there, Flav, you know, about, about Anthony Joshua. I've kind of looked at it as almost an arrogance. I've almost seen a, an arrogance creeping into to, into Joshua and the mask slipping a little bit. And he just, he's getting a little bit of the, I don't know, I'm starting to think of him as a sexier David Price, to be honest. Like, he doesn't want, he doesn't want a really hard fight. And the language that you've just spoken about, it's almost like he doesn't want hard fights. He just wants to Vlad Klitschko his way, jab, jab and grab, but... Like Alex has just said, when he's on the phone, he doesn't have the tools to do it. No, he doesn't. He's not. He's not the boxer of Klitschko's. No. Um, you know, he, he will never be at that level. No. Um, he's 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 too stiff. Yeah. He's got too much muscle. Yeah. And um, and, and the, 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 the same things he, he mentioned, like his takeaways from the Klitschko fight. I can't remember all of them. But he had three of them, but one of them was about being too top heavy. Mm. Um, not being able to move freely, he looks stiff as hell. Yeah. But then he always has that's his style. Yeah. You know, he's uh, just trusting right someone who's going to box him for you know the right reasons to change yep. his life around. But the reality is that deep down, he's, well, that's a reality. It's my theory that deep down he isn't he isn't a warrior yeah. like some of these fighters are. He's not willing to go <laughs> life and death. Mm. And you talk about people like Belly, you know, a lot, of, a lot of criticism goes his way, but he would have gone like death of anybody. Yeah. He got into the ring with, a, with uh, Usyk, you know. Yeah. Was, right, Usyk absolutely canes Joshua with that display. He would never deal with him. He's got to be licking his lips, surely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, not now. He's going into Ruiz. He's going into, I'm going to smash Ruiz's face in. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. He's like, Usyk's thinking, fuck, yeah, give me that geezer. Yeah. But it's a shame because it would have been incredible to see a small man in the heavyweight scene take on Joshua and school him completely. Yeah. Um, uh, so, you know, at least defeat has upset a lot of plans, but then, I don't know, yeah, big big showcase, that would be, be a big pay-per-view if, it, if the rematch does happen. Yeah. A lot of people will watch that and excited to see it happen again in the UK. Yeah. You know, this doesn't really harm Joshua's career in the longevity. He gets a lot of stick, but, yeah. you know, he does that, sets up another fight for Wilder, probably easier because, you know, down the line, yeah. either Wilder would have fought Fury, beating him, or the other way around. Yeah. And there's only but one fight left for them to take. It's going to probably be easier than to make it. Because yeah. Joshua would be less entitled to his position. Yeah. I, but one more thing. Did you see Chisora? Yeah. Before and after. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, on Eiffel. Yeah. Afterwards, yeah, he was furious, wasn't he? Well, he, he's right to be. He's like, what are they doing over there? Yeah. And this is what I'm saying. It's like, for Eddie Hearn, you know why he's doing it. He, he's there. <laughs> Yeah. And for Joshua, but it's the wrong motive to get in the ring with. If it's, it's true, let's, let's make Joshua a brand in America. Mm. If that's fine. If you're if you're willing to go over to another country and do what needs to take to win, but if you're thinking it's a business move only, which is you know based on the sounds that are coming out of Joshua, it seems like that's that's the way he's looking at his career. A fair play, he's a fucking 
horrible sport. Yeah. I mean, who wants to get in there and get their face bashed in? But sometimes you have to have that mentality to get through and, and survive fights like that. Yeah. I mean, big wake up call. Yeah, it really, really is. Anyway, thank you so much, Flav. It's been brilliant. Um, this is why you're number. This is why you're number one host, mate. And uh, I want to come down. I want to actually. Yes, I want you back. Yes. Where do you live? Well, I'll come. unknown, man. Parts unknown. We'll come down to your fancy new studio, man. We'll fucking set up and we'll do it, man. Doesn't matter. We can afford anything. We've got Alex's credit card. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, let's do it. Any time, anywhere, man. Alright, take right. care. Bye bye. Right. You know, watch Game of Thrones. It's a reference that have been lost on you. But basically, Game of Thrones is a bunch of people battling for a throne. Right. So it's a bit like so there's like three people who get a challenge for the head of the Seven Kingdoms or six. Right. <laughs> and that's obviously Fury, Wilder, and, and, and AJ. Yeah. AJ's lost a fight. Now. Who's going to end up king? God, Usyk. Is Usyk going to? Perhaps Usyk's going to rule it all. Mark always said that AJ would lose to a smaller guy. More good guy, and he did. He always said that. So this is why Mark is the god. Uh, yeah, some great points by Flav there. That was some. <coughs> yeah, he raised some really great points. Somebody on Twitter actually said to me, "Do you think Anthony Joshua is going to retire?" <laughs> and did you know what? Before I got that tweet, it actually entered my mind. It did enter my mind because he just seemed so unbothered about losing. Yeah, he just seemed so unbothered about losing. It just didn't seem. He was he was very calm and like Alex was saying, very he was being Mr. Cool Guy and he was being Mr. Cool Guy during the fight. Yeah. Um and uh yeah, it's I don't think he'll retire, I think he'll rematch Andy Ruiz and you know, perhaps probably probably even win the fight. Um but he does he is a little bit too too cool for school, isn't he? Yeah, I think Flav made a point that maybe AJ's interests aren't all in boxing in, anymore. I mean, um Probably sees himself as a boxing Jay Z, like some kind of philanthropist. Yeah, you know, um, going all over the world and fighting in Africa and Asia, like Muhammad Ali does. Talking about doing that, but um, you know, ultimately you got to get between those ropes and got to do the and, business and kill it. I mean, you know, the great Marvin Hagler said, you know, it's difficult to be a champion, to stay a champion when you're going for a run in silk robes. Yeah, it is. It's, it is very true. You know, <laughs> there's been a lot of, and while Flav was talking, it made me think about what Lennox Lewis. Has been the, the whole back and forth with Lennox Lewis and and Eddie Hearn and Anthony Joshua and Lennox yeah. Lewis has been very vocal about um, Anthony Joshua's career yeah. and one of the things that he said was that Anthony Joshua has stayed in England too long he's been boxing in England too long um, and by the time he goes to America he perhaps won't be ready for it and he also said that he needs to bend a little bit and give Wilder a bit more money or Fury a bit more money to make those fights. Lennox Lewis must be feeling quite smug this morning as well. Oh, yeah, and um, gotcha. I think Hearn put all the eggs in one basket and it's gone pear shaped. Um, you know, there's an IFL laughing at Wilder. You know, he goes around New York, so asking if anyone knows. And that's, got to, that's got to cut deep because Wilder's reaction to the defeat wasn't, you know, Fury was kind of being nice about that's it. That's true, yeah. And White and Wilder just kind of went in. Um, Fury and White uh, tweeted the drugs don't work yeah. by the verve. Yeah. Um, and um, what was it? Yeah, Wilder talked about you know he's not a proper champion. Yeah, yeah. So I think goes obviously been burned by those talks. Mm. And yeah, I think Wilder's very very lucky that Fury's back on the scene because if he wasn't, yeah, I yeah. don't know what happens. He's got he's got a dance partner. Yeah, that's it. It's it's shaking up the heavyweight division, hasn't it? It really really has. Let's just um, briefly just brush over the undercard. Um, Alex quickly did it, um, but we'll just carry on. Um, yeah, Callum Smith won inside three rounds. Yeah, he dropped and damn, I think it was four times. Damn. Stopped him in the free, stopped him in three rounds. Joke fight, to be honest. I thought it was a joke fight. Um, and damn's a middleweight, a small middleweight. He shouldn't be fighting a massive super middleweight like Callum Smith. But Callum Smith did what he had to do, and he got rid of him. What would you like to see Callum Smith do next? Well, there's talk of Canelo, isn't there? Yeah, he wants that or Golovkin, doesn't he? I think. I don't think he's going to get either of those fights. No. I'm being honest. No. Unless he does have a spectacular in America, and I suspect he'll probably fight there again. Yeah, I think if if Canelo fights Andrade, then you could see Callum Smith against Golovkin because Golovkin's fighting next week against yeah. Steve Rolls, and that's a catch weight of 164 pounds. I don't know that. It's not a middleweight. It's a catch weight, which maybe makes me think that perhaps. Golovkin's thinking about moving up. Yeah, um, I would like to see that. I'd like to see Golovkin move up. Yeah, he's fighting Steve Rolls, who's nineteen and zero, uh, and he I think he won the contender. 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, again, we'll see. He may be. You never. Do you know what? Andy Ruiz won last night, so you just never know. Um, you never know. Um, yeah, Katie Taylor beat Delphine Person. Cracking fight. Yeah, I didn't even see it, but it looked like it was a bit of a controversial one. Yeah, I I thought Person won. I thought she won probably six four something like that. Um, yeah, I thought it was a I thought it was a, a good fight. Katie Taylor was the cleaner boxer. She could see she's like the more purer boxer. Yeah. She's more technically correct. She does everything technically correct. But Person was just just a fighter. She would lose her balance was all over the place, but she just kept windmilling in and just kept landing shots. She was a little bit head hunting. Yeah. Needed to throw more body shots, but yeah, I thought she won the fight. Um yeah, and fair play to her. Well, fair play, but Katie Taylor seemed to get the decision. I imagine they'll have a rematch over in the in Ireland or in the UK and I imagine Katie Taylor will win it more comfortably. Well, she's uh, probably looking ahead as well. I mean, she's another one who's had it all her own way throughout her career. Yeah. Um, maybe this was what she needed to get back in there. Yeah, something to kind of, you know, maybe, yeah, get her motivation going again. Um, and then Josh Kelly drew his first, he's the first time he's not won a fight against Ray Robinson, yeah. the new Ray Robinson, as he's called, who's. <laughs> uh, so I, wa- I watched some of that. <laughs> the thing is with Josh Kelly, he showboats too much. I don't like it. I don't like watching him. Yeah, he's he's boring. He yeah. show there's you don't mind because the thing is with with Josh Kelly, he's all about reflexes yeah. and it's all about avoiding shots. And you know Mayweather's like that, and Roy Jones was like that, and yeah. they're, they're you know probably two of my favorite ever fighters. And I like fighters that that. But the problem with Josh Kelly is the the balance isn't right. It's loads. It's like seventy percent showboating and thirty yeah. percent actual attack, and so. He probably was a little bit unlucky, Ray Robinson, last night. Probably easily could have won that fight. Um, but Josh Kelly was, was the house fighter and he ended up getting a draw out of it. But he needs to just be a bit more attacking and just, you know, be do a bit more work. He's got to put some knockouts together because um, Roy Jones is knocking people out with that style. Mayweather before he did his hands in was knocking people out with that mm. same style. Yeah. You know, it's sort of all doing that. But if you're not knocking people out, or if you're not making them respect what you're throwing at them, mm. then you just you got to really think about switching it up. Yeah. Yeah, no, he needs to do something. There needs to be a change in his mentality of how he approaches, how he, how he boxes, just how he boxes. He needs to be more aggressive and to stop showboating so much. You know, we all like, a, we all like entertainment and a bit of showmanship, but he needs to just be a little bit more aggressive. Uh, Chris Algieri stopped Tommy Coyle. You think Tommy Coyle retires now? Guy's got more lives than a cat, man. I thought he yeah. retired ages ago. Yeah, he, uh, I think he'll probably retire now. He's boxed at Madison Square Garden. You know, it was at one forty. It was a good weight for him. Yeah, Chris Algieri's not really a puncher, but he still stopped Tommy Coyle. I think he'd have got, got Tommy Coyle would have got paid really well for that. You know, that his own money ain't. It's not cheap. I can see Tommy Coyle probably jacking it in now. Yeah. Um, so yeah, next week's Triple G and Steve Rolls, and then after that it's Fury and Schwartz. Yeah, um, and uh, Warrington and Kid Galahad. So I'm um, about that. Yeah, that's on the same night. It's all on BT. So, yeah, um, I imagine we'll record before then at some point. We'll do some sort of podcast. We're too prolific to not. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a new that's a new season, new shit. Yeah, new shit. We're just smashing out pods at the minute. Yeah, uh, I think that's good. I think we I think we're good. I think we're good. Um, that's about it, really. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks no for coming. Um, yeah. Peace. Peace. Social Podcast Network. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done.